Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Monday to everyone. My name is Max McGuire. And this is Joe Oltman. How was your weekend, Joe? It was good. Lots of stuff going on all at the same time. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy, actually. It yeah, it, it's uh, I'm feeling a lot better. I, I took the weekend to sleep and relax. Lingering sinus pressure, but I think I'm going to make it. I don't think I'm going to need an Air Med Care Network flight after all. I, th- I think I'll be able to, to chug through for a little bit longer. Um, but before we get to the rest of the podcast, I have to mention that the podcast is sponsored by How to Run for Office as a Christian Conservative. Very, very important. Can't stress this enough. We need to take our country back. And the way we do that isn't just by talking. It's about taking action. And I can't tell you how many times over the past couple months people have asked us, calling in, writing emails, writing Facebook messages, how can I help? How can I take the country back? Well, you got to run for office and you got to support the people who are running for office. But a lot of people say, I don't know, they don't know how to do that. And that's fine. We, you don't know how you do it until you learn. And that's what how to run for office as a Christian conservative is all about. It is a course that is the only course of its kind to present the material, how to run for office from a biblical worldview. Very, very important. If you're going to run for office, if you're going to take the country back, it's important to do it the right way from a biblical world view. So make sure you check out the link in our description, www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD. And if you use promo code CD10, you'll get an extra 10% off as well. Very important for such a time as this. So again, go to www.runforoffice.training forward slash CD and use promo code CD. 10 for 10 percent off so joe you you were messaging me earlier that there are some developments so um we we, we kind of just yeah. titled the first hour coomer dominion update tell us what's going on well i um this weekend i had somebody reach out to me that used to work with eric coomer in um and and i'm going to be really careful not to elaborate too much until I can verify everything from him. But the walls are closing in around on Eric Coomer and Dominion. And the more that you now you have some news outlets that are actually coming out and saying, hey, listen, we maybe there was some funny business that's actually happened in these voting machines. You have the, the information that's coming out of New Hampshire. But I got a letter from excuse me, an email from someone let me see if I can find it real quick and I'll just uh, share some of what he, he said. But basically he said what I've been saying about Eric Coomer, but one of the things that was really scary about what he said is the capabilities of and the bragging about the ability to go into the system remotely, make changes, then get out of the voting system yeah. and without being seen, without leaving any sort of footprints. And you've gotten a few and emails from people who have either worked at these companies, this is the know fifth Eric one. Coomer. This is the, the fifth, fifth one. person, but this this is the this person said, I don't care if they know my name. 
So, but we're I've still done, not going to share it just in case. But, but I'm not going to share it yet yeah. until I can validate who he is. See, one of the reasons why we had problems in November and December was because there was false flags that were being put out there by people that wanted to create a lack of integrity in what they were finding in these election systems. And so you had a thousand people that fill it out, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I think about a thousand people that filled out affidavits across the country. And the way that they explained away almost all of those, if not all of those, was, oh, they just don't understand the system. Oh, they may have seen something that, that, was, uh, that was not right, but it, 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 they're mistaken, right? You had the Ruby Freemans of the world. You had all these different things that happened all over the country, things that are very suspect, that would cause you to believe when you're feeding things through a system three, four, five times that end of the same ballots that it's suspect, right, Max? I mean, when you're taking well, the yeah, same ballots... Ruby Ruby Freeman's beyond suspect because everything we've talked about the machines, if you're not going to do it remotely, you have to do it on site. Right. And, and one of the ways to trigger one of the ways to trigger adjudication <laughs> yeah. is to put a blank ba blank ballot. The machine right. notices a blank ballot and says, "Hey, no one filled this out. Um, yeah. Let's make sure this is right." Um, so that's very suspect. And the fact that they said that there was a water main burst, that there was a water pipe burst, which ended up sent everyone home. It ended up being a toilet. It was fixed the the morning before. Lots of lies, so very, very suspect. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Bill Sheridan just said blaming on Clerk in Antrim County. Yeah, th so they blamed it on everyone. Everything was just uh, personal error, 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 error. You should never have an election system, by the way, that would have personal error, number one. You should never use a, a admin password to access that everyone has the same admin password. One of the reasons why you should have personal accountability for anyone that touches the machine is to make sure that you can hold that person accountable which means username, password, but that's not what happened at any of these machines in any of these uh, places where we've gotten access to the machines thus far. Um, but as I, as I went through and started reading more of the letter and I had to go back and reread it several times, um, I did get a chance to actually have a conversation with him tomorrow. So obviously the CIA and the uh, FBI probably know who I'm talking about. Um, but uh, he worked for Sequoia from, um, uh, early on with Coomer. So everyone and who doesn't know, explain what Sequoia was. Before. Sequoia was the company that was bought by Dominion. Doing, okay. doing electronic voting doing stuff. Electronic vote. They were actually forced to buy them. I mean, if you, if you know anything about the history behind Sequoia and it, it tracing back to um, uh, Venezuela, uh, they were forced to actually get out of the business and were selling off assets. When they sold off assets, they were actually selling them off to people that were involved in or part of Sequoia. So it's not as if they went and sold it out to a different company or a PE firm. It was some of the investors or some of the people that ended up with Dominion or ended up with Sequoia were actually people from the from Sequoia, right? So it's it's yeah. like it's rewrapping it in essence. Um, but the the interesting part about this particular person is that he provided an amazing amount of proof dating back to whistleblowing and telling people in the government what was happening and it was dismissed. Now, before he reached out to me, he reached out again to the government and he reached out to other people in positions of power and authority and asked them, hey, do you wanna look into this? Do you want me to tell you what, what I experienced, experienced with this company? And uh, nobody returned his call. Nobody returned his call. And, and what I find more distressing about not returning his call and not 
looking into it is the lack of curiosity, the lack of what information does this person have and is it important that we look into it? So the more I looked into uh, the emails and the information that he provided to me, the, the scarier, frankly, it got. The scarier it got because I'm looking at this information going, how is it that people would not be curious about election integrity dating back a pretty long time, 10 yeah. years, which means they've well, this, been doing the, these things for over 10 years. This kind of reminds me the way you're telling the story of how he, he tried to blow the whistle and no one wanted to listen or investigate it kind of reminds me of the right. Clinton foundation Yeah, where you had people in the Clinton foundation coming forward and saying, Hey, this is, this is pretty screwy. It's pretty obvious that they're breaking the law and they were just so entrenched politically um, that no one bought, wanted to touch them. It, it's almost sounding like the same kind of story where yeah. no matter how many whistleblowers come forward, there always seems to be an excuse why you don't pro you don't investigate them because not every investigation leads to prosecution. But if a whistleblower is coming forward and alleging illegality, especially when it comes to election interference, election meddling or things like that, you would think that the federal government would care enough to at least look into it. But it seems like well, they're getting the uh, Clinton Foundation treatment. And he is leading me to other people that can corroborate everything, which I think is really interesting. Just making sure that we have enough information to then when we come forward to say, okay, that you can't just walk away from this. You can't just say that this is a mistake, that this is a error. It's not an error. What I also found interesting is the fact that he said that Eric Coomer, in his opinion, is a sociopath. <laughs> and, and I can say that because it came, you know, the, the source says that he was sociopathic. And see, you're, you're, you're starting to get how to I, say it. <laughs> I, I, am, I am because we're going after Eric Coomer. My lawyers are going after Eric Coomer. My lawyers are going after Dominion. And so I want to be, I want to make sure that they understand that I'm going to, I have my opinion of him. I think the guy's complete trash, but uh, talking about somebody else, I want to be really careful what he said to make sure it aligns with what he said um, so that there's no misunderstanding. There is no, um, you know, there's no room for interpretation and had direct interaction with this person. So uh, with Eric Coomer, he had direct interaction with Eric Coomer. So it is, it, 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 the thing that I find interesting is that the more information that comes out, we see what's happening in Maricopa County. We see what hap is happening in New Hampshire. And New Hampshire, by the way, ha has some very left-leaning people that are helping with that audit. So, but they're still coming out and saying a lot of bad things about what's happening in New Hampshire. Basically saying we have enough information to prove that we should never use these machines ever again. That these machines should be banned from our country. Now, they're banning them from other countries around the globe but they're not banning them here. They're trying to get through this process where they just hold on for one more day, one more minute. And the reality of it is, is that it's not a secure system. It is designed to defraud the American people. And you can sit here and tell me that it's not, but the, the evidence all the way back, dating back to January, or excuse me, to November 6th of last year, shows that these systems were designed to be corrupted and that we had a coup on the American people. That's what happened. The voice of the American people was subverted to this loony leftist terroristic network. And that what I find even more interesting is that the big tech companies and the media, even being caught, even th there's so much evidence, but even being caught are still saying, oh, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. You yeah. can't explain this stuff away. You just can't. It's impossible.
Yeah. So you did say the word trash. I did. It's okay. So I, I like this word. This is a good word. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Today's synonym of the day, synonym of the day is gallimaufry. <laughs> gallimaufry, an unorganized collection or mixture of various things. And how we got there is that one of the synonyms for gallimaufry is detritus. So that's how we got there. All right. Gallimaufry. Hashtag the left the are left gallimaufry. Yeah. We go ahead and take that down. But. Um, I want to read a certain part of this um, excerpt. Um, it was in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna delete a date here because I haven't done any information searching in this. But it was in late during an all staff conference call when Jack Blaine, president of Sequoia, admitted there were Sequoia employees who were accessing election databases with a small program on election night during the tally process to fix errors that were bad enough to require this kind of intervention. He said how proud he was to have employees that would do this and back out all evidence that anyone had made any changes. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Um, it talks a little bit about Eric being involved. I had never heard of this additional program up to that moment. I was appalled that I was going on and made the decision to leave. So this was on a conference yeah. call. Now, so they, they have a back end. They have the ability to yeah. get in there on the back end and to make it look like they never did. 100%. Now, that's why they're actually deleting these. That's why they're deleting these adjudication logs. That's why they're deleting any of the da databases tied to the um, system. Well, it's why you, it's why you believe that, that they're doing this. Y yeah, but, I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're talking about those actually being deleted. If you delete those logs, now... I believe yeah. that they've been able to recover some of the, some of those in Maricopa County. Well, they said they had. They said that they recovered it. Yeah. Well, and, and it's probably a, a partial, but one of the reasons why they're asking for router logs specifically is to look at how people have accessed the system inside of the centers. That that's one of the ways that you can actually see yeah. what is happening, and there are other people that have come forward at different time frames in Dominion that have said the same thing that he's saying at different times. People that don't even know each other. They sit in different environments. Disparate people, disparate environments, different time frames that are saying the same thing. And since we have information, we have affidavits from those people and we have affidavits now from this person dating back over a decade it's going to be really hard for them to explain this away. It's going to be really hard for them to tell me that Eric Coomer specifically is not involved. It was interesting that last week we talked about Eric Coomer uh, and, or excuse me, Dominion Voting Systems putting out something talking about bias. But when I brought up bias associated with a call that I did not really want to be on, and in, in hindsight, wish I wasn't on. I mean, I do. I w I'm glad that I was able to come forward and do the things that I was that I did. But if, you know, saying that I want to be in the middle of this and not just concentrating on my business, I, I'd be foolish. I don't, I don't want to be in the middle of this big fight. I just see it as necessary. It's God's path. Put me on it. I'm on it. I'm, I'm going to continue down this path. doesn't mean that I'm not going to stay on it. It just means I, I see that it would be nice to not be on this path and to, to be yeah. just focusing in on, on business. And not, not, it's not to say that you, you wish this wasn't happening. You wish that someone else would have been doing this. Yeah, I do. We still yeah. want this to happen, but...
Yeah. So 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 what else have you been talking to him about? Because obviously it's a it's a pretty big allegation that this insider who knows Eric Coomer personally, who's worked with him previously, yeah. the idea that that then Sequoia and presumably now Dominion, and I read the email that he believes that Dominion is continuing to use this software yeah. um, to get into their own systems. It makes sense. If you design your own system, there's no, I mean, technically you're supposed to have the log, right? But if you Definitely. design a system, you, you could design a system that doesn't log your own keystrokes, doesn't log your own um, sign-ins, logins, your own changes, right? It, it's it, You could do it. When, when you make the rules, you can create a set of rules that allow you to cheat. Well, which is I, why we we want to see the code. And when they say that it's oh, it's proprietary, it's proprietary. You're not allowed to know. Well, no, one plus one plus one equals three shouldn't be proprietary. It's only proprietary if you can go beyond one plus one plus one, right? There's nothing proprietary about counting. They've been doing it since before the Arabs even invented the Arabic numerals. A hundred percent. Right. <laughs> so there's nothing proprietary about that. It's only proprietary. If there's a secret way that you do it and the American people deserve to know if there is a secret way, because if it's if it's more than just one plus one plus one, then we have a serious problem. We, we don't need a proprietary system to do more than one plus one plus one. You don't ever need it. There, there's no it's not even necessary. You, you look at a system um, like clear ballot in comparison to what you see inside of Dominion and the code bases are completely uh, one tenth, you know, one twentieth of the amount of code to run clear ballot as it takes to run Dominion, because it is one yeah. plus one plus one. But on Dominion, well, like, side, that also could that also could just mean they're really bad coders. But we we're not it's having a conversation possible. about clear ballot. Matter of fact, across the nation, they haven't had conversations about clear ballot or their yeah. their ability to be to be manipulated the fail safes that are put in place. I'm not saying that it can't be manipulated, but we're not having those conversations about massive yeah. irregularities. And in Colorado, we didn't have massive irregularities in Douglas County where they actually use that system. But everywhere that Dominion is, it smells bad. Everywhere that Smartmatic is, it smells bad. Everywhere that ESNS is, it smells bad. And I'm not telling you that it's not also bad actors. The, the you know people like Ru Ruby Friedman that, that have frankly, shown on video that they're that and on on their own video personal videos that they actually took and said <laughs> hey here's yeah. what i'm doing you know we, we yeah we we, we, got, so we, we showed that video this. yeah of 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 her going through and adjudicating signatures yeah now that might that might not be the proper term that they want to use but that she is judging the signatures for either being correct or incorrect what we what we're yeah. what we've seen is that in the 2020 election there was a very small amount of people who had tremendous control over multiple steps in the process. You hope that it would be so diversified that you'd have different people looking at different things so that you can have redundancies, right? Maybe if right. one person makes a mistake, someone else could, could catch it. But when you have Ruby Freeman checking the signatures, and then you have Ruby Freeman counting the ballots, and you have Ruby Freeman running the uh, the tables during the election, which we saw, and, and her running the machines, that should, that's a lot. For, to, it's a lot of trust to put in one person. And and if they wanted to, I mean, th th that's the whole thing. It shouldn't be possible. I, I don't like, I don't like presuming that someone is a bad person. I, I don't like, I don't, I don't like the feeling of it. We shouldn't have to do this. It should be set up where we, have, there's no even, there's no doubt 
there's no there's no doubt in our mind. We we don't even think about the possibility of someone having enough power to change votes or to change the way votes are tabulated or to adjudicate them in one way or another. That, that shouldn't even be on our minds. And the fact that it we, is, we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to go through yeah. any of this, right? No, we we shouldn't. And and the the fact that every time we talk about this, the Democrats and the and the GOP say, "Shut up, sit down. None of this is real. You're all conspiracy theorists. Stop complaining. Sit down. Take take get your stimmy money. Go out and spend your stimmy money. Sit down. Be quiet. I mean, this is a big deal. And I, I would like nothing more." than to be proven wrong in all of this. Because we should all want that. We should all want to live in a country where the vote is secure. And that, that would be the happiest day if, if they came forward and showed, well, listen, this is why this happened. This is why this happened. This is secure. To prove that case, I want nothing more than that. We all should want nothing more than that. But to say that we already have that, despite the fact that every bit of evidence suggests the opposite, suggests that there are serious vulnerabilities, that there are back doors that Dominion has a ridiculous amount of control over systems to the point where even the county government that's supposed to be administering the election doesn't have the same password access that Dominion has. There's just there's too many well, red flags to just sit down and shut up. Well, and they're not giving them all the access points by saying that there was information at risk. And anyone that knows about router data and how to actually isolate it it could have been easily solved. You have somebody on your side that shows up. Here's the information. We're going to do an audit. We can sit there and do the audit with you there. We'll make sure the information doesn't leak out. It's not being given to anyone else. We're getting the pertinent data that we need related to the election. But what they're trying to create is false flags and chaos everywhere saying that information will be at risk. Well, that information should never make it through the router system to begin with. It shouldn't. Sure. Why, would you, why would you expose it to that system to begin with? Why? It's, that, that's not safe and secure. So what you're telling us is that this system, even, even if you were to set aside all of the evidence that we have to show that Dominion operated in bad faith, even if you were to push all that information aside, you then would come back to the conclusion that this was not a safe election and that people could interfere with the ability for you to have a fair and safe election so that the voice of the American people was heard. Yeah. E even, if yeah. One would, even if one were to be completely disallowed push it out the, out the corner you still have to to reconcile the fact that the system is not secure you still have to reconcile the fact that the system is designed to defraud the vote of the american people or could be used to defraud the vote of the american people well it, it's hard to think that a system is designed and listen i, I know no amount of code base is perfect you would think that anything of this magnitude would go through enough QA testing, enough enough review of the code base to find serious vulnerabilities like these. Like you would think that if 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 people in these organizations went before legislative bodies and testified under oath, oath that their machines cannot connect to the internet, you would think that the first time they found a Wi-Fi dongle in their actual machines, that there would be arrests, there would be subpoenas, there'd be investigations. But there's none of it. There's none of it, which is, it, it's how you start realizing that there are very powerful interests at play that are more than happy with just keeping the status quo, which is which makes me wonder how long has this stuff been happening, right? It, this isn't just it happened last year and everyone is just magically paid off or bribed or, or, or extorted, whatever, and now they're just falling in line. 
it's very obvious that the the powerful interests at work in our elections have had control of elected officials in both parties for a very very long time it's it's well, very obvious and and we keep passing the baton to the next person that gets groomed in their system and one of the other things that this person said was that they groom people they want to make sure they want to see if they can get you to be corrupted so once once you're actually corrupted and they can see that you're corrupted then they will give you more they will give they give you more rope yeah and when he was found that he couldn't be corrupted that is when the the issues started for him inside the organization the, yeah the fact, and the, we see that across the board the, the fact that Eric that the Coomer is the one selling the system, is the one repping the system, is the one communicating with the media. Keep in yeah. mind, he was the one doing all of those things. I don't know of any executive, any executive in any, country, in any company who gets to do all of it. I'm in sales. I'm in representing the product. I am going to hackers conferences and I'm going to all these other conferences and I'm speaking on behalf of Dominion Voting Systems. And oh, by the way, I own this. I own this patent and I own this patent. And here are some of the other guys that own the patent with me. And by the way, some of those people are suspect as well. And then when there's a problem, oh, let's just send Coomer in. That's not how it works. What happens, the reason why you do that is because you want to keep that circle tight. But there's a problem with the circle being tight, and that is Eric Coomer likes Eric Coomer. So he wants everybody to know who he is. He wants to be the one that's boisterous and talking about what he stands for. He gets to attack people with impunity and be un-American yeah. and, and anti-Trump. And I, I, I can't reconcile all the things that Dominion did with they're not being massive amounts of fraud in their organization. Well, but then Dominion really said, what's that? What's been really interesting to me is as you share with me the testimonials from people who know Eric Coomer, from people yeah. who work with them, yeah. friends, I guess they're not really friends if they're spilling dirt on him, but acquaintances, friends, acquaintances. What's really struck me is that when we first started talking about this, uh, I was talking to other uh, other media personalities in the Denver area about this. And they said, oh, let me, let me look at it. They talked to their contacts in the GOP and came back and said, we're not going to run with the story on Eric Coomer because the yeah. GOP contacts have said that he's beyond reproach. Yeah. That he is, that he is clean, that they trust 100%. him. They, tr they trust him emphatically. So it, it's been amazing to see that these are Republicans these are Republican leadership people in Colorado in particular mm -hmm. who have tremendous faith in him. But then when you start talking to the people who actually know him, who've worked with them, they're like, oh no, this guy's bad news. Like, so it's just the disconnect. That's why I mean, it's, it's very clear that Dominion has had its claws in both parties because it was, it's not just Democrats. Republicans have been pushing this too. Interestingly enough, when Republicans push it, the Democrats say that it's it's vulnerable to hacking. We've played that old clip from the uh, the House Democrats a couple of years ago. They have their claws in, in both parties, which is which is it really is disgusting because it's not a party election. It's the people's election. Well, I guess primaries are technically party elections, but it's the people's election.
And and the fact that we're being told, oh, no, sit down, shut up. You, you don't have a right. You don't have the right to know how ballots are counted. And these discrepancies are all human errors. They're just people made mistakes. It couldn't be our machines. It couldn't be our machines. But everywhere. And then you when you turn, finally get in, things are missing. And wherever wherever you turn and it smells like dead fish, it, there's dead fish. It, it doesn't matter where we've looked. We keep finding the same thing in those areas. We keep finding things that show impropriety while you have companies like Dominion that are standing up and threatening and bullying people to not speak. And they did it to the mainstream media. I find it amazing that we have these football teams. We have the Democrats over here, the, the pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists, the radical leftists with, that have basically infiltrated and taken over on that side. And over here, you have the Republican Party but the, the leftists over here have infiltrated over a long period of time the Republican Party. On Friday, I was at a nonprofit event, Max. I was at a nonprofit. I give an enormous amount of money to this very, very, very worthy cause. And Governor Bill Owens was there. Well, I had heard that Bill Owens, which who, who I, before having the conversation that I had with him, I thought was a dynamic individual. I thought that. Now, as a negotiator for six and a half years, working in places that most people wouldn't want to go, I've learned to read people really well. So when I introduced myself to him, he knew exactly who I was, which is the MO for Bill Owens. He doesn't forget a name. And I go, I want to talk to you about Dominion. And he got angry and <laughs> turned into Mr. Prick. And said, Dominion is the best voting system out there. I have nothing to say about Dominion. It's the best voting system ever. Basically, that's what he said. And it's, I looked it, at him and went. It's the kind of comment okay. you would expect to hear from someone who just was notified that they, that whoever they're supposed to be um, complimenting has their, their loved one at gunpoint. Right? It, it's, it's, the kind, right. it's the kind of comment you'd expect to see from someone who's terrified of the skeletons coming out of their closet. Or somebody that's compromised. So yeah. I, I smiled at him and went to walk away. You could tell as soon as I walked away, he had something to say about me, but he didn't have enough courage to say it to my face. Probably because I would have knocked his ass out. If you want to be honest to God truth, I would have probably laid him out in the middle of the event. Now, do I, do I want to, do I, why would I do that? Because here's a guy that knows nothing about code who ran for governor. He's the only Republican governor, which is why I tell you that we have been infiltrated only Republican governor for the last 40 or 50 years in the state of Colorado. That was him. Yeah, all of a sudden, we have the safest system. I, the, the Dominion is the best system out there. <laughs> it made me go, have you not been paying attention? Yeah. Why would you be parroting toffing points of the Democrats? But then I remembered, yeah. I, I remembered that our GOP has been infiltrated by these rhinos. Republican in name only. It doesn't well, surprise me, but what surprises me is how many there are yeah. and how far down the rabbit hole you have to go in order to cut out this deep state, which does not stand, stand for the American people. But that's not even the worst part about that conversation. The worst part about that conversation are the other conversations that I heard and got read into about people in the state of Colorado trying to work with, that are in the Republican Party, trying to work with Governor Polis of Colorado to get rid of Lauren Boebert. And I yeah. went, wait, what? Yeah. And, and the comments that they made about Lauren Boebert, 
And the comments that they made related to, well, it used to be that we had statesmen and lawyers that understood the law that we sent the good old boys, the good old boys club. And I went, the reason why we're here in the place that we're at right now is because of those lawyers that go and manipulate things and stand up for the lobbyist groups and stand up for special interest and stand up for greed and power and authority for the minority of people, the oligarchy that they've created. That's why we're here. They'd rather lose according to their system because when, when those good old boy Republicans lose, they don't lose money. They don't lose power. They don't lose prestige. I mean, you look at the anti-Trump Republicans. You look at Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney just got removed as the number three House Republican, and she's all over the airwaves, right? She she will leave Congress, and she will immediately sign book deals. She will immediately sign speaking engagements and 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 be a commentator on MSNBC, CNN. She's going to be just fine. When a Republican, when those kind of establishment Republicans lose, it doesn't affect them. They're happy to lose because they're happy to, to fundraise as a minority, an out-of-power minority. What strikes me by what you just said is when that guy was talking about Dominion, he's talking about it like the way you'd expect someone to hearken back to some patriotic American brand. Right. Like, no, no right. matter what you think about companies, you could say, you know what? General Electric, started by Thomas Edison, that's a strong American company. You can point to the fact that they were helping in World War II, right? You look at Ford, they were helping in World War II. You look at all these companies that have done a lot of things. They've done a lot of bad things, but they've also, over the history, done a lot of good yeah. things to help the United States. And when you hear elected officials talk about Dominion or other electronic voting machine companies in that same kind of vein, by saying, like, oh, no, they're, they're a great company. They're 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 a fantastic company. It 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 just rings hollow. It rings hollow because ultimately, they they provide little tablets, little tablets and little scanners. They they found a way to take the same kind of scanning technology that you can buy at your box store, same kind of tablets you can buy at your box store, and they've connected them. Correct. They've connected them. It's a, it's not an, it's not a great American brand. They found a way to take. They've, they've stood on the shoulders of other inventors, taken what they've done and figure out a way to take one plus one and make it a million times more complicated. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you have fractional voting. You have all sorts of other tools that they put in place that you, you can turn these things on and off. It's not a or here's the election system for this state. Here's the election because there are some states that do have fractional voting that is necessary for first, second, third. There are right. states that have that. But they allowed people to do whatever they wanted in the system, made it an open platform almost, and on the other side had the ability to go in and infect and and infiltrate the system without being detected. Going back over a decade, they have mastered the ability to take away the vote of the American people. And then they want to sue us and say, oh, it's you you guys are you guys are wrong. This is all conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories. Yeah. And if and and if you're on the right. If you stand up for conservative principles, you're a terrible person. So much so that you have people on the left, the radical left, saying, I want to leave my mask on because it'll help me identify the fact that I'm not a Republican. Well, it doesn't matter. Republican is not that it's American. Republican. So much. Yeah. So much for following the science, so much for following the logic. I'll tell you, Joe, something else that's very logical 
is if you spend a lot of time outdoors, hiking, off-roading, fishing, hunting, or you live in a remote area, it's absolutely imperative that you check out Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, sponsor of the show. We have They're sponsoring the show for the next couple of weeks because it's, it's so very important. If you live in an area where, you, let's say disaster strikes and you're in the middle of nowhere, if you live, if you're, if you frequent somewhere or live somewhere where you would doubt an ambulance's ability to reach you in a timely manner, it's absolutely imperative that you check out airmedcarenetwork.com and then use forward slash daily and then promo code daily. Airmedcare Network is, I would say, the premier insurance plan for air medical transportation. So you, you, a disaster strikes, you get injured, you need to go to the hospital. An Air Med Care Network helicopter will airlift you there. And if you just pay $85 a year, and it's less if you buy the three or five year plans, that will cover not just you, not just your wife, but your household. So everyone living under that roof. It really is common sense stuff. We've heard from people in the comments section of the past week or so. Their mother had to have one of these flights. It was 27 grand. Just think about that. 27 grand to get transported to the hospital. Obviously, when when seconds count and, and you're and you're on the brink of death or, or serious bodily harm, money is not important. But I'll tell you, after that, you start counting up those bills, money becomes very, very important. Put that aside. Don't even think about that. Don't even worry about that. Check out airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and you will receive up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card based on what plan you pick. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily for up to $50 back. So I'm struck, Joe, by uh, – so I'm, I'm sure you saw that the New Hampshire audit is underway. Yeah. And the New Hampshire audit is dealing with lower ballot races. So they're not really looking at the top ballot, to my understanding. They're looking at lower ballot races where Republicans just uniformly seem to get 300 votes less than Democrats no matter what. And that's very interesting. I'm a little concerned about who they chose for the audit. But we now have three audits going on. We have – Antrim County, which Matt DiPerno had a news conference today. I didn't have a chance to see it because we were prepping for the show, but he had a news conference today um, in Michigan. That's looking at Antrim County, Michigan. You have Maricopa County, Arizona, where they're they're finding more and more stuff, seeing huge discrepancies between how many ballots should be in the bag and how many are actually there. Ballots being mishandled, lack, lack of chain of custody documentation. So we have that. And then now we have the New Hampshire I'm also hearing that we might be getting one in Wisconsin, too. Now, that would probably happen next year, but looking at a recount audit, not, nothing to change the results, just to, to figure out if everything was by the book and if there was manipulation. Um, where do you think this goes from here? Because if, if we have to wait for every state to do this, it's going to take forever. and We're going to have another election on our hands in, in less than a year. Where do you think this goes from here? I, I think that I think the Dominion's days are numbered. I think Dominion is going to be out of our country. I think that every state needs to take Dominion machines, take them in the street, pour gasoline on them and burn them. I think they need to do the same thing with Smartmatic. I think they need to do the same thing with ESNS. Those systems are not safe. They're not secure. And we have a clown sitting in the White House destroying everything that our country stands for and a giggly little I don't know what standing behind him. And then you have infiltration of our most most fundamental parts of our government. We have 
people inside of our judiciary who are activists. They're not judges. They're activists. And every day they make decisions that go against the Constitution, go against the laws of our country. They did not want to hear any of the elections, uh, the election lawsuits before, or excuse me, after January or November 6th and before January 6th. They didn't want to hear any of it because they were complicit in the behavior. And then yeah. some would say, well, these are people that were, that were, uh, that were put in that position by Trump. That doesn't mean anything because people are liars and they've done things yeah. to say, Hey, look, I want to support you. Oh, I love you only to go through the back door and do everything to stab him. Like Julius Caesar, you're not going to believe this, but Matt DePerno's, uh, um, press conference today, which was not picked up <laughs> by the global media. Nobody picked it up. So anyone with access to voting machine tabulators can change an election backdate. They're cheating. Yeah. What did I just talk about? As long as you know what you're doing, you can do it. What now, did you I couldn't just... just grab someone off the street, but if you know what you're doing, you can do it. DePerno and his team said the tabulation, tabulator machines can be reopened after the election. The machines can then run more ballots through the tabulator, print off a new tabulator tape with new ballots, and then backdate that tape to November 3rd. Let me, yeah. let me just repeat that again. That means it could be November 9th. You could go back into the machine, yeah. feed more ballots. What happened, people? What happened the night of the election on January or on November 3rd? I keep saying November 6th, November 3rd. What happened? November 6th was, was 2016. Um, yeah. yeah, no, we saw it in real time where Joe Biden is behind Donald Trump's ahead. And all of a sudden, just the votes change, like 10,000 taken off of Trump, 20,000 taken off of Trump, 10,000 given to Biden. And they say, oh, that was an error. And we also see in the middle of the night, massive ballot dumps for Biden. I'm like, oh no, well, we were just counting. We were just counting and we waited to submit them all at once. Well, no, you're supposed to submit them all as you count them because it looks damn suspicious it's when a we have a 99% ballot dump for Biden. I mean, there, there were precincts that voted for Biden where Biden won a larger percent of the vote than what you see in Venezuela, than what you see in Cuba, yes. than what yes. you see in North Korea. We're talking about 99 plus percent of the vote in certain precincts and we're just and, and they all come in at the, not all of them but many of them come in in the dead of night when all everyone all the auditors are sent home the the watchers are sent home poll watchers they're coming in the back door of of these voting centers they're putting up cardboard on the windows so you can't see and then you're just supposed to believe you're just supposed to believe that oh no that's it, completely reasonable for joe biden to win this precinct or that precinct by levels that would make Kim Jong Un blush, right? <laughs> it's just completely normal. Correct. It's completely normal. Forget it. Forget it. He's just that good of a politician, right? He just is that good of a politician. Doesn't matter that no one ever wants to hear him speak. It doesn't matter that he, no one ever attends his rallies. The people love him, Joe, and that's why he got all of the votes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Here's the thing that just amazes me as I walk through MSNBC, Fox News, Newsmax, uh, CNN, I can find nothing, not one of those outlets, not one of them ran Matt DiPerno's news conference, not one. 
But we're supposed to believe that the media is about news. It's about the American people. It's about your voice. I'm supposed to believe that. But not one news outlet was even curious to say, what's going on up there in Michigan? Yeah. As you go because through they've already, Fox they've already news, said They've already said it's not real. It's not real. They've already declared it. It's not, it's not real. All the stuff that you're getting, all this information, all, these, all this, this digging in to figure out what happened to the American voice now goes out the, out the door. Just throw it out the door. Nothing to see here. Not even a morbid amount of curiosity. Not even a little bit. Not even a, let's lift up the covers and see what they're doing there. No, they're too busy yeah. putting up things about Prince Harry. Who, by the way, he's not a prince. We don't have princes in the United States. His name's Harry. He got rid of it. He's from the he UK. I am waiting for them to stop doing television interviews and get the privacy that they so frequently demand. Oh, they don't want privacy. <laughs> no, they, yeah, we want privacy. We don't want privacy. We want privacy. They just keep doing interviews. <laughs> he he literally came out and said that he can't believe that we have a First Amendment. Well, that's why we got rid of you in 1776. That's why we sent your ass packing. That's yeah. why you have so many problems in, in the UK right now. Because you have this persecution of people that have a difference of opinion. That's why we're where we are right now. There. And you want to bring it here. First Amendment. We shouldn't have that. Censorship should be, you should be able to tell people what to do. Rain down on them. You, you little people need to do what I tell you to do. It's yeah. despicable that, that that's even a story. Yeah, we can't pick up what Matt DiPerno's doing. We can't pick up what's happening in, in Maricopa County. We can't talk about the fraud that's happening in New Hampshire. We have to look at patriot organizations that report the truth, like Gateway Pundit, Conservative Daily Podcast, Conservative Daily. We have to be the ones to break everything. It's unbelievable. And they shadow ban anyone that doesn't agree with their BS. Well, there's a case that Twitter's going through because Twitter banned, I forget the guy's name, he was running for office in Massachusetts, and Twitter banned him at the direction of the Massachusetts state government. Yeah. So now he's taking Twitter to court and yeah. claiming that Twitter was acting as a state actor. Which right. once that is once that label is applied, they lose a lot of their liberty to restrict speech because they become a state actor. If it's proven that they are repeatedly doing this and they they will continue to repeatedly do it. You, you could be a private organization and act in some capacity as a state actor. What's amazing to me is they call this a conspiracy theory. To me, what I've always heard is that conspiracy theories, and we're not talking about this, but like generally conspiracy theories, what people generally understand conspiracy, conspiracy theories to be. UFOs, though now we know that they exist. Bigfoot, right? Flat Earth. All these things that have generally been considered conspiracy theories. Now, listen, some of them are, are still provable. I, I think it's it's kind of settled that the Earth isn't flat. You can actually buy a balloon that will take a GoPro up to space for you. And you can see on your own phone that there is a curvature to the Earth. So I don't think that one's going to get dis misproven. But I, I we could always find Bigfoot. We could always find a skunk ape floating around in the, in the marsh somewhere in Florida. It's possible, right? But the way you go after, not go after, but the way you confront conspiracy theorists has never been to silence them. It's been to give them more attention to reveal how ludicrous some of their theories are. 
right? So you, you go online, some of the funniest videos I've ever seen are people just Flutter. trolling at the Flat Earth <laughs> Society conventions, right? Yeah. The, the hilarious videos where they're going and they're just getting these people to say very stupid things. That's how you dismantle a conspiracy theory, right? You remember the, uh, the Area 51? Remember that running that they're all gonna they're all gonna storm into Area Fifty One. The media didn't go silent on that. The media yeah. sent all of their trucks there to watch it. Right? Oh, they're gonna they're gonna yeah. run in and look for the aliens. Oh, we we gotta make sure we have HD cameras. We gotta make sure we get this from every angle. It never happened, right? It was it was a pretty lame get together as it turned out. But they went there to cover it because that's what you do when there are conspiracy theories and you believe something's a conspiracy theory, you don't silence them, you give them extra coverage. You, you, you bombard them with coverage and you give them every opportunity to prove themselves wrong in the hope of enlightening other people. But with this, they call this a conspiracy theory yep. and yet they're not following the same playbook. No. They're silencing it, they're deplatforming it, they're punishing you for thinking it. That's not a conspiracy theory, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> The conspiracy here is by greater media collaborating to shut any dissent down. That's the conspiracy. Not us talking about, well, these machines, it's very easy to hack them. And we'd like to know who hacked them. And if they did, we, we'd like them to be punished. That's not a conspiracy. That's not a theory. That, that's a theory, but it's not a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy is that all these powerful entities are doing everything possible to shut it down. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why are they so adamant about maintaining the status quo? How, what, what are they benefiting from having elections that can be decided by algorithm? Once they, you start they, asking yourself they, that question, it becomes easy to answer. Well, then the thing that comes out of that is that we're slaves. We are enslaved by them. Just go out there, get a job, give us your first three months of everything that you earn as taxes. Shut up, sit down, and just be glad we don't take everything from you. That is what we're up against. That is the scary part about not standing up. It, it, here's something that you should know. A day ago, Matt DiPerno's office was broken into. Yeah. And the VFW you don't break canceled. Into, you don't break into that. You don't break into a conspiracy theorist. Like that fuels the conspiracy theory. Go ahead. Sorry, keep going. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's no, just so funny. You, you, but then they, uh, the VFW hall that he was going to hold the presser at canceled his ability to have the, have the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> they canceled it. This is America, people. This is the America. This is a real thing that is happening. A real thing. And we're crazy. We're the crazy ones standing up. We're crazy. Now, nothing to see here as they break into, intimidate, threaten with life and, and limb. Now, this is, this, is all just, this is all just, it's in your head. Why would you, you don't cut the tongue out of the person that's lying. Get the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. And that's what we're dealing with right now. Is a conspiracy against the American people, not a theory. We're no, we're past theory, guys. We're past theory. Now we're at truth. We're at truth, and the truth is, is that these people are trash. They're terrorists. And Max, I don't know if you saw what happened on Saturday. What's that? The synonym of the day, Gallimaufry. Gallimaufry. I don't know if you saw what happened on Saturday. We were asked at FEC United to send out a email and text blast to 110,000 people. So we did. We sent it out, having them come to this, this freedom rally that they're having all over the country. On Friday, we sent it out on Thursday. On Friday, we were called and said, persona non grata, Joe, you are not invited. You incite violence. 
Not only do you incite violence, but UADF is a militia. We don't need militiamen there. They then started perpetuating stories of an FEC member shot and killed someone at a rally last year. And I went, what are you talking about? That was a nine news. Nine news. (laughs) Nine news shot and killed after provocateurs actually got him involved in, in an argument so that they could shoot him went fishing and hunting for someone that they could create a problem with that actually happened. You know, there's, there's tremendous, there's tremendous restraint. I mean, I watch videos. I don't live in Colorado anymore. I watch videos of what was going on and I could, I counted a couple dozen instances where people would have been well within their rights to shoot someone dead based on what they were experiencing, hundred percent, which is something no one ever wants to do it, but they would have been well within their rights, but they showed restraint because at the end of the day, no one wants, that little amphitheater to run red with blood. No one wanted it, right? Everyone just wanted to be left alone. The only one really interested in murdering someone else was that that so-called security guard, which who wasn't actually a security guard. No, he wasn't a security guard, and he wasn't licensed. And they're giving him a deal, and they're going to let him out after he murdered someone. He murdered someone. No duty to retreat. Nope, nope, no, no backing up. No, just shot a guy in cold blood. And this is why I talk about activism and the being infiltrated at the attorney general level and the DA's level. They've infiltrated it. These leftist terrorists have infiltrated it. But on Saturday, I I had a conversation with one of the organizers and I asked a series of questions. Now keep in mind, I don't get involved in every event. I was asked to speak. I said, all right, a freedom rally. I'll Mm -hmm. go to a freedom rally. I don't, I don't need to speak. To have us send out that email to get, th- and we had four to 5,000 people that were going to be coming to that event, FEC members that were going to come to that event. But yeah. then to, at the last minute, cancel and say, oh, you can't come. Joe can't show up. UADF can't be there. But, you know, you, you, all your people can be there. But you can't be there, Joe. And, I was, and it, it seemed like it was a setup. So I started asking her questions, and I recorded the call because I've learned now to record every every interaction like that i'm gonna there, record there's all apps it, right there are apps that will just automatically yeah. record every phone call <laughs> so so i i asked her who's behind this organization and she goes it's a grassroots event there is no one behind it it's just a bunch of people yeah, that came yeah. together i went like antifa yeah. i go and who told you that i incite violence no one has ever accused me of inciting violence other than the radical left she said, no, 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 there's organization. Joe, you have a reputation for inciting violence. And I go, where? Show me. Yeah, Show me where I've incited violence, ever. That's a radical leftist ideology and a radical leftist statement. That's what that is. She goes, well, we, yeah. we just want to be peaceful. I go, then why would I make it unpeaceful if I show up? So you, UADF is not a militia. No. But even if they were, the Second, the Second Amendment protects the right of a well-regulated regu- militia, which we are all members of the unregulated right. of the, the unregulated militia. We are all militia members. <laughs> we all are fed, under federal law. So there's, a, there's many types of militias. So even if UADF was a militia, which it isn't, even if it was, it's, it's very striking for a so-called conservative grassroots rally for freedom it, to kick wh- you out because they don't like Second Amendment ad activism it's right very right. strange well and it's not freedom you want to go to a freedom rally but we can't have joe come because it's not free if joe shows up because what i'm gonna have a voice so i researched this woman 
and got down to the fact she's a part of the BLM. Yeah. Lived in Boulder, used to live in, in uh, Bellingham or excuse me, Bellevue, Washington. I walked, I, and the more and more I got into how they hid behind, you know, a nickname here and a nickname there on different signal channels, the more I came to the conclusion that we're dealing with Antifa that decided, hey, we're going to put a, we're going to put away our terrorize the neighborhood deal and let's do this. It smelled of Soros. Then I went to the website and God was replaced with, we are all one with Mother Earth. And I go, we're done. Conversation's done. So I sent out a text and an email telling everyone, do not go to that event. It is not safe. It is not safe. These are bad actors. The person that they hired to do the video in Denver, the person they hired in Denver is the Antifa member that was terrorizing people back last summer in Denver. Truth. And yeah. And what, what amazes me about this is that then you had their little bad actors that came out after I put a video out that said, oh, Joe's just mad because he didn't get to go. It must not have been a good fit. So then I went and looked at think, those people. And again, those people are a part of the radical left. Yeah. That, that is how bad it's gotten. Is that now they're trying to say, let's kumbaya. I will never kumbaya. I will never negotiate with radical leftist terrorists. I will never break bread. I will not try to find some middle ground. You get no middle ground. None. Zero. Yeah. You want middle ground? I, Here's your middle ground. Get rid of critical, critical race theory because it's divisive and it destroys minority communities. It destroys them. Like Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood. It destroys them. Get rid of gender think, fluidity and recruiting kids to be gay. If they grow up and they're gay, God bless them. Let that, that's between them and God. It's not between me. But you don't get to change the mind and infect the minds of young people when they're impressionable because you want to recruit people. Yeah. And you don't. Yeah, you I, 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 Go ahead. I don't know what to say. I mean, it's uh, if they're a BLMer, then they deserve to be called out. I mean, there's a lot of this going on in yeah. the movement. Things that you say are, are grassroots. When they say it's grassroots, so they say, oh, it's just a lot of people coming together. Well, so a lot of people came together and decided that I shouldn't be there. Yeah. No, it was probably made a decision made by one or two people. Radical who are those people, right? Radical leftist. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, there's there's lots of splinter and, organizations like this. I think that you and, should get, um, I think you should get one of those really funny costume mustaches, put on top of the old one, just like a really bushy one, and you should say, "I'm not Joe Altman, I'm Jose El Viejo," which El is Viejo. Spanish for that's Spanish for old man. That could we, be your that could be your your Spanish alter ego, and you can just say, "Oh no, I'm not Joe Altman. I'm not Joe Altman. You let me speak. I am not Joe Altman. I promise." And then you rip it off, and you and you just go with the flow. Well, what what am I? I don't. I'm having trouble, Max. I'm having trouble reconciling what we're dealing with today and what we dealt with last summer. And it's not that I can't forgive those people for what they did, but I can't forgive those people for what they did. I can't get past it until we can reconcile what they did wrong and hold them accountable for it. So everyone's like, well, Joe, you're, you're on a war path. I'm not on a war path. I want to restore what our country stands for. And now that we're paying attention, we can stop these bad actors everywhere. And if we have to rattle some cages 
and and do what the radical left did in order to get us back to the place that we need to be. And by the way, if, if the radical left did not do anything wrong, then me saying that we should do what the radical left did should not be a problem because they didn't yeah. do anything wrong, right? Not not burning buildings, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. It was okay. So so if it's okay for them to do it, then us doing the same thing the left does should be okay. Boycott, boycott should be okay. Not, there should be nothing wrong with that because it was okay for the radical left, right? Yeah. I mean, what, isn't that what yeah. you're saying? If, they, if what they did is right, then you shouldn't be offended by me standing up and saying, let's take it to them. Yeah. We, we have them on the ropes right now. We have the radical left on the ropes. And I, I had a conversation this weekend with a friend of mine who likes to call me every weekend and talk to me about what's happening in the conservative movement. And he's very, very liberal. And I said, what do you want to know? And he goes, well, I want to know what, how you feel about what they're figuring out in Maricopa County and across the country. I go, where are you getting your information? He said, from you. I watch your podcast every day. He goes, some of it makes me mad when you call us pedophiles, rapists, and closet racists. I said, I didn't call you that. He says, well, I'm a Democrat. I go, well, Brandon Strucker had a thing called the walk away movement. You can always become an independent. doesn't mean you have to abandon your values. You just don't have to stand with an organization that has been infiltrated by terrorists. And he goes, ah, good point. I can step away from the Democrat Party and still have some of my liberalisms that I have in my life. I go, do you like Biden? He goes, no. And neither does my 401k. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Joe, we're up against the hard break on the hour, and you have somewhere you have to go to, so we're going to lose you at this, for the second hour, correct? Yeah. yeah. So you're working on the, uh, the, the, the public offering, for lack of a better word. I'm done with everything. We, we have all the information that's done, recorded. Now it's just make sure that we actually have the... Um, um, Cross the, the T's, dot the I's, yes, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be coming. That'll be coming in day in days. Uh, I'd like to People say days, to but to... I thought it would be, we would have gotten approval a lot faster than we got approval. Um, it took us what four months to do what I thought would be yeah. done in a month. It, it, but you have to follow the rules, especially being the position we're in. We have to follow yeah. every single rule. We cannot. We cannot afford to have any missteps when you have a radical ideology and terrorists running our government structure. You've got to do everything by the book. Everything. And so that's what that's what's taken so long. Yeah. So we're going to lose Joe for the second hour. But when I come back, we're going to talk about the CDC changing the definition of what constitutes a covid death, changing the numbers and the CDC director admitting that covid numbers are wrong. So don't go anywhere, can, Joe. Can I can I say one more thing? Sure. The Denver event <laughs> as a result of me sending out a text message saying do not come to it. Those thousands of people that turned around, some of them from two hours away, turned around and went home, <laughs> I think had 100 people at it. <laughs> well, there you go. That is what FEC United has been able to do in Colorado. We've been able to unify organizations of people across the entire spectrum in order to concentrate on what's most important to our community, faith, education, commerce, yeah. policy, and politics. We're doing some amazing things. Go to FECUnited.com and become a member. Well, thank you for joining us for the first hour. When we come back, we're going to talk about the CDC director admitting that COVID death numbers are wrong. We've only just been saying that for a year and a half. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Ronald Reagan famously said that 